Oh, trendsetters, this would have to be episode 597 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim, at transmove.com. Just as I was doing that intro, I was, uh, you know, I, I use the word trendsetters every time I start the podcast, and that I stole from the greatest comedian that ever drew breath, Rodney Roode, great Australian comedian. And... My son's doing his best to, to try and start up a um, a YouTube channel, like get that thing going. He's going to cover all his training and stuff like that, but he's, he's just he struggles to put his personality in front of a camera. But anyway, he thought he would try and you know jack my little gimmick and start off with saying, calling you know for me it's you know g'day trendsetters. He, he thought he'd do something else, and because it's all about triathlons, he says, Hi, tryhards! Like, and when I saw it, I go, it was so cringy. I went, oh, God, please don't ever do that again. He goes, what? You say trendsetters? And, and I said, like, yeah, but, you know, the, A, it, just, it entertains me more than anything. And, and B, I said, why don't you call, you know, start off something else? He, he calls himself the jackhammer. And because his name's Jack and he wants everything to rhyme nicely. Okay, you better off just calling him a G'day Hammerheads than that. Oh, yeah, that's better, he says. Anyway, I don't know what made me think of it just as I'm in, in it. Well, it's when I said, once I said the word G'day Trendsetters, it just rushed straight back into my head. Anyway, I've, um, I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast, um, How Do They Train? Very good podcast, um, outstanding, and not only is their normal weekly podcasters great, but so is their um, podcast they do within Patreon. You've you know you pay a few dollars each week and you can listen to it. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty solid content, and you help support the show, sort of thing. So, and they're one of three podcasts I actually contribute financially to because I enjoy it and I learn a lot and it ticks a lot of boxes for me and 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 the other two podcasts I actually contribute financially to is one of them is the one of the um, Adam Carolla podcast because I just you know owe him more than anything he's just provided me crazy sums of value over the years and another one a, is a, a wrestling one that that I pay purely so I stop listening to their ads it just they put 300 ads during their shows but anyway the latest episode they did was um, with um, Oliver uh, Olive Alexander Boo who's the um, one of the Norwegian coaches and if you haven't listened to it I would wildly recommend you going back and listen. There's there's something for everyone in there, and um, I personally wish it, he this came out a month prior because it would have saved me a lot of um, hours of you know researching and stuff of learning about what I've been learning about at the moment. He answered a few questions that I've only just learnt. And but I did learn a bit during it, and he did point me in other directions of where to look next with um, my research on um, calorie budgets. And uh, but where I reckon I spent a, a solid 10 12 hours 
learning and trying to um, get the numbers and concept of thermal power and mechanical power. And within like no time at all, he had explained it not very nicely on this podcast. And he gave me numbers as well. I'm thinking, bloody, just two weeks prior, he could have saved me 12 hours worth of work there. But anyway, really good podcast. It was part A, part B, I believe, is coming up on Monday. Um, it's well worth listening to. Um, I don't know. I don't listen to too many triathlon podcasts, um, but that one I do. Joe Skipper's I do, um, podcast I do. And the I Am Talk podcast, I listen to those three. And that's pretty well the only triathlon podcast I actually listen to. And I listen to a lot of podcasts, but they're the only three triathlon ones. But anyway, if it, yeah. So, uh, today's question comes from Stephen, who I used to coach. Um, he writes, so I'll just summarise the first paragraph. He did his um, first Ironman in um, September last year. Uh, sorry, so, yeah, September last year. And um, since then, he hasn't really been doing a hell of a lot. He works picked up, kids are picked up, um, life's, you know, got him by the balls. He is booked in for an Ironman in August. So, we'll continue. Um, running is still my worst. My ITB is still hindering me from running. I have been on a solid three weeks of training and hoping to keep it going. Good work. My main question is besides strength training, squats, lunges, planks and core exercises, what else beside running can I do to improve my running and improve my ITB band? Uh, will uphill walking on a treadmill help? Will uphill running strengthening, strengthen and help my running? My goal my goal is to run two to three miles at a time until I feel comfortable and then build a solid base. My program, my oh, my problems, easy for me to read, God. My problem is in the past I've, I have been running too far too soon. So, um, ITB is one of those things, um, it's generally, it can be caused by a few different things, but generally tightness of that, um, of you know that the band that goes from 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 um, your glutes, hips, right down into your knees, and it can cause um, severe knee pains. People think it's a lot of people think it they've got major knee issues, but really it's just it it can be a very easy fix um, if you get professional help regularly often. Now, if I type in here into my little email machine, because um, I, I think I sent you a video once. Um, this is good podcasting, I know. God, where is it? I thought I sent you a video once. Uh, on, let me type it in. ITB. Um, fix it, yes, here we go, um, on the, this is why it pays to, um, keep all your emails, um, tw 23rd of February, 2019, I sent, I made a video on, um, I, I wonder if this is the video I'm even talking about here, no, it's not, 
Uh, I've, I've made another video on um, how to fix ITBs. Um, I'll, I'll email it to you. Uh, sorry, this is that was horrible podcasting. Um, there's there's a few ways you can do it. A you um, and a good way is to go to a, um, a, a physio, and they can give you a, a few different stretches. Um, especially if you know, I, I'm a big fan of cupping. Um, cupping is, is if you guys, if whether you're injured, uninjured, you know, you or whatever. I recommend buying yourself um, a box of um, suction cups. You jump on eBay, they're like $20, $25, and you get a wide range of different cups. You, you suction your muscles out, and they've, um, oh, they've, they've saved me, you know, either hundreds and if not over $1,000 worth of physio appointments for, between me and my son because we've fixed the issues with those cups or they've um just kept kept this kept the training program running because we've suctioned um oh geez i recommend them you jump on ebay um there's cheap as chips and they last i think i paid 15 dollars for mine and i think mine are going on about six years old and they work perfect but basically um, if you get some suction cups or if you go to a person with, um, and I will answer your question on what to do in a minute, but I'm getting sidetracked. But if you go to, um, get some suction cups or go to a person, go to a physio, um, that will use, what is it? Dry needling, um, trigger point therapy is really good, but sometimes if you get a person that does the trigger point therapy, they'll put you through the roof. Um, but dry needlings, they're, they're magic needles. Um, the next best thing from that are these suction cups. So if you just put like um, a baby oil or so up up the side of your leg and you can just suction cup all that. And then once, once they're on, you start moving them around. So you're really sucking your um, ITB outwards. And so it doesn't um, stick to anything. Um, but... It shouldn't last this long. So I sent you a, a, like a, a video in 2019. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be an issue anymore. It really shouldn't. Um, it. It. So if you're a, you're not rehabbing it properly. B. You're not being consistent with the rehab, which goes back to the the first one, or it's something else. And you've misdiagnosed it, and it's you're treating ITB when it could be something else. Um, but it sh it really shouldn't be lasting this long. The, uh, ITB can be a very easy fix with aggressive rehab work to it, um, and very, very, very consistent rehab work to it. So um, I'll send you a video, um, the, the video I made, another athlete with it. So. Um, what sessions can you do to help improve your run? There's a few things. Treadmill walking, uphill, beautiful. So set your treadmill for 10% incline and, um, you know, do 20 minutes at, let's say, 5-minute K pace. Sorry, sorry, not 5-minute K pace. 5 kilometers an hour. So what would that be? Somewhere around that 12-minute K pace, somewhere around there. So it's just, so it's not a power walk, but it's a solid walk. So um, so start off with 20 minutes of incline walk there and then build that up to an hour. That's re that's really, really good. I, I get some athletes with um, dodgy knees to do that or that are injury-prone or um, with, you know, they've 
they might be running three times a week and we want to include a, a fourth run. So we'll, at first we'll do an inclined treadmill walk. Um, so this is for some athletes. They're generally older athletes. I'll do this too. Um, I will get start off with a treadmill inclined walk, make sure that they're getting recovery through all that volume and then we can start slowly adding the, um, the run volume to it. So you've got that running uphill, um, that will definitely be good for running it, but you wouldn't want to, if you've got ITB issues, you don't want to be really running downhill. So let's say you're doing 10 times 30 seconds run, run uphill, so you run uphill and you walk down uh, um, for recovery. That, that will um, limit the risks of knee pains. Um, just you know, what what shoes have you got? Are they are they the correct shoes? Um, how much kilometres have you got into those shoes? Um, they're just a few other things, but I would be um probably either seeing a physiotherapist and getting them to create you. Um, a rehab plan followed by a return to run program or um, buy these suction cups and have a crack at yourself but you've got to be onto it every day you've got to treat it um you got to treat it seriously there are other things you can do you get those um cross training cross trainers um that you see in gyms where your arms and legs swing um in a semi-like movement of a of a run that they they are okay but you you do limit the obviously impact on your on your on your bones and and body so um there's it's a, it can only be stretched so long on how much you get out of that that's going to help running but it will help um there was years ago um oh i i want to say it was um the great australian pro um jason shortus i, th- I want to say it was him he had a um but i could be wrong but he had a um a leg injury i forget what it was this is well over a decade ago and if he he um and, and short oh geez, I hope it is shortest because I'm I'm I, I want to say it was him cool guy too a great couldn't couldn't swim for crap okay you know on the bike but just a spectacular runner and I th- I want to say he had some injury and he couldn't run and all he could do was rollerblade. And so every day he'd be on these rollerblades, riding, riding, and then he did his first run um, like two weeks out from, I want to say, Ironman Western Australia. And he, he got the fastest marathon time. But having said that, he's also got years of um, run volume under him as well. And um, he, he, he was, geez, he used to blow up those marathon courses. And I once asked him, why, why you know, what's your little little secret and, and don't just tell me you, you know you you run fast he, he, he actually said he doesn't think any further past than 10 steps he just thinks these next 10 steps are going to be my fastest and, he, and he'll count one two three four five six seven eight nine ten now these next 10 steps are going to be my fastest one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and, and that's how he said he would do a marathon now i tried this once and i think i got about uh, <laughs> you know a minute into it and i just wanted to blow my brains out it was the most painfulest thing i could possibly come up with with trying to improve my run oh it was 
it was painful. Um, but anyway, it apparently, if that was what he actually did do and just didn't say it just to stir me up, it, 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 it's a good gimmick. Anyway, so that's what I'll do. I'm going to email you that video now using the suction cups on and how to um, fix that and um, get onto that and and stay onto it. And just when you start running, you know, two, three miles each week and you're starting to feel all right, um, that's not when you stop rehab. You, you stop rehab, you know, six months after you haven't had any more knee pains. Um, you, you just keep keep going at it like like your run depends on it because clearly it, it will depend on it if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode hooroo